Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to I Am Empress. I am really excited because today I want to talk about transition periods. There's been a lot that I've mentioned about how when we ask for something huge and it starts shifting, it can bring up a lot of emotional um, charge into our bodies. And at least there could be a lot of like anxiety and this is called a lot of like the integration. So the integration happens after something really big has shifted in our lives. But I'm right now today, I want to focus on the specific transition period. So when things are still new and fresh and are just changing and evolving, how do we kind of center ourselves during all of that? Because it's very easy to already, after we've integrated a new reality into our like lifestyle on the physical plane, it's very easy to then just like flow with it. But in that time of change from like just creation or destruction of the old, it can get very overwhelming and there could be a lot of like anxiety or a lot of pressure that we even put on ourselves that hinders our like highest self and that involvement and that um, channeling in that moment. So that's what I want to get into today. It's important for us to transition and allow ourselves to be okay with not having a perfect schedule laid out because I know for myself, I get very uh, frantic whenever I have something planned and it doesn't go my way. Um, also, that could be because I really enjoy the idea of like controlling and it's large and long lesson for me to surrender and allow versus kind of create um, from a place of I must do this. For example, on January 6th, I did start a full-time position as well as maintain a business, um, which I did phase out my clients for this, again, this transition period when I started a full-time job because I knew that I, I needed to get into a certain groove before I started building on top of it. And the first week, I really saw that I, I was putting so much... Um, focus on the fact that I didn't have time to work out as much as I love to and I didn't have enough time to do yoga and how I started recognizing again that I was really lacking sleep um, I, I wasn't really eating as well or even as frequently as I could have during the week so it all started compiling and of course you know every big like difficulty that we encounter and challenge usually is like a built up by small tweaks um, in in our lifestyle. So I started really putting a lot of pressure on myself. Like it's already been two days that I haven't had a full workout. It I had every intention of waking up in the morning and having a bit of a meditation and then a yoga session. And that was just like not feasible for my body at that time. I was so tired and I just decided to give myself rest. Um, and having to come into terms with that and just knowing that this is where I'm at right now. And again, just kind of releasing that it's okay for the fact that two days I didn't have a full workout. I wasn't able to commit for myself at that time to do a 5.30 a.m. yoga session before getting ready for work. I shifted into celebrating even the smallest additions versus focusing on the lack. What do I mean by that? I started recognizing that during the day and after a certain time, like even during lunch or something after I left work, I had a walk over to the subway. And sometimes that total walk between um, the office to the subway and the subway to like the dinner spot that I was going to was a total of around 30 minutes. And, and then I noticed that again, when I was using the train, I 
stepped into um stepped onto the stairs and let go of the idea of escalators because I was like that could be a little bit more movement and even throughout one of the days I think this was on like Wednesday um in the middle of the week I had a large networking event later that night and I started feeling myself kind of getting worn down through in that middle of the week and so I decided to take a break in our wellness room and I just started moving like I started moving my hips I started circling my hips I just really had to get that stagnant energy in flow and in uh out of stagnation and that really released like the the pockets of emotion that just kind of sit especially in the hip area especially in the lower abdomen for especially for women and having that and just like running my hands over my body to kind of like again wake up the meridians and wake up all of the pores on my skin really reset and recharge my entire nervous system it just kind of put my mental state into like a calmer clearer mind so I caught myself at day three and instead of like punishing myself for not doing everything the way that I had intended to do I started picking out how I'm giving myself exactly what I asked for so having the ability to go up and down the stairs, to take breaks and go on a walk in the middle of the day to clear my head, take a break and use a little bit of dance or sensual movement to get um, the blood flowing. I started to recognize all of these areas that I sprinkled in throughout my day and I celebrated the fuck out of myself. And I just kept thinking, thank you. Yes, it's not perfect. And yes, I would like a 40 minute workout. I would love to do some body weight. And every single morning I would have like 40 minutes of yin yoga. So that's like a total of what 80 minutes a day of movement specifically for my body. But right now I can celebrate the fact that I'm walking. I can celebrate the fact that I'm using the stairs. I can celebrate the fact that I took a 10 minute break during work to just kind of move and connect back with my body. So when we start embodying more of ourselves and checking in with the breath and with every emotion that's happening, we don't allow the mind to really disconnect and wander away from the body. And instead, we really like bring it back and ground ourselves into what is. So another point that I want to say is making smart decisions if your food intake is less or dramatically different. So I mentioned that my eating habits really changed when I started this full-time job. I was used to just going into the fridge or like creating something or grabbing lunch whenever I felt like it before I started a full-time job and had a business. Um, I, you know, with the luxury of being an entrepreneur, you have freedom of everything of time. You can always set up your schedules. And now large chunks of my day were set aside for a specific place and time. So it really felt like I was out of control in terms of like intake and consumption of food. So again, how did the celebration blend into my day and into my mindset? I started really making smart decisions because if I'm only going to be eating one or two meals a day, those meals better be nourishing as fuck. Otherwise, I'm going to get depleted. Otherwise, my body is not having the right nutrients. So for example, uh, this was, I think, through for the same networking event that I went to and I and I moved that day um, in the wellness room. 
I decided to grab like an early lunch because I didn't know what they would have. And I usually, you know, the the networking events have really crappy food. It's probably like, I don't know, days old fruit um, or like chips or like, you know, sugar popcorn, caramel coloring, all that fun stuff that I don't eat or consume. I decided to feed my body an early lunch. And when I went over, I went over to Just Salad and I decided to get like a cauliflower mixed in with, I think, zucchini as a base. So I had my like two vegetables. And on top of that, I had a protein. On top of that, I had like a bunch of like, I think, lacinto kale. And when I ate that, it just really kind of like brought my entire body awake and back to life. It really just energized it from there. Tuning in to what you really want and if it's just a natural reaction or kind of a filler throughout the day has also been something that's brought into my awareness and I've really started to honor. Let's say, for example, halfway through the day, it's 3 p.m. and I'm kind of getting, um, I guess, stuck in my mind or I really want to kind of step out and, and not be in the same physical location that I'm at because I'm always like on the move. I always love to be on the move. And tuning in, taking again a second into my body. And instead of just like running with whatever thought is the most prevalent and top of mind, I decided to kind of like take in a second and ask myself like, I know that I have access to an espresso machine and I can make myself a macchiato or cortado or americano, whatever. I can make myself a cappuccino if I feel like it. Do I actually want that in this moment or is this just something that I would be doing on autopilot? And is this something that I'm using to get through my day? So instead, you know, when I did that check-in, when I stopped myself, instead of just allowing my body or to follow my mind, I decided to take, give my mind a break and ask my body, what do you want? When I recognized that at 3 p.m. I had that slump and maybe espresso-based drink would have just been like a filler and it would have just kind of like gotten me through the day, I decided to take a five-minute break. I think I went down to a different floor of the office and I started flipping through an architecture book from Zaha Hadid, which is like one of my favorite uh, designers in terms of the building that she's created because I think they're just so unique. Everything has its own kind of flowing movement. And I think that they really embody in terms of architecture and a living structure. They really embody woman and feminine energy because there's not as many straight lines and they kind of curve. And I mean, I just think that they're so moving. So I just flipped through that and I just like allowed myself to take in the beauty and to take in the fact that somebody designed this and had the patience to see the project through and create it into an actual structure that people now use and are fascinated by. Then I decided, you know what, I am feeling much better and I'm starting to calm myself down and like this is, I'm getting into a new vibration, but still like I'm not there yet. So instead of like pushing myself like, okay, I've taken a two minute break today, I should get back and get into the grind. No, I decided to say, you know what, I'm going to take another three minutes I picked up another book that had like it has 90s ads and I love advertising. I like studied international business back in uh, college. And so I'm like always fascinated as to how people market to consumers and how I think especially like vintage advertising 
there was so much a creative take on it. I just really value that. So I opened that book up and I just kind of like started taking in the ads and again, appreciating the artwork that was there for me. Again, this was a total break of maybe five minutes, not even. This included like coming up and down the stairs or like, sorry, using the elevator because inside the, the building there's that we can't get in through the stairs. I took a second to take something that my mind gave me, right? Going into an auto reaction of it's 3 p.m. I'm kind of feeling slumpy. I want something like I want to pick me up. I'm going to get a coffee. Instead of that, I asked, you know, does my body actually want that? Or am I just behaving out of like a natural reaction to what I'd normally do? And taking that break, taking a second to question myself and not just run into whatever my mind thought of gave me the exact break I needed. I came into a place of creativity. I came into a place of appreciation of masterpieces coming to life. And then when I came back into the work that I was doing, into like the researching, I, I just came through it with such like a fresh energy. It was just like such a fresh start. And I didn't even feel like it was 3 p.m. It just Or when it did, it felt like, great, you know, half the day, um, and this is how I'm feeling. And this is what I use to kind of get me through whatever place that I was in. The next point I want to get into with these transition periods, and especially when we're creating a new reality, and it's just starting to kind of like create itself in the physical plane, is trusting and understanding that this is temporary. Let me repeat that. Trusting that this is a temporary time. So let's say we take my example, you know, this is my experience that I was really upset that I was two days without a workout, that I didn't do yoga every single day. And it wasn't that I was upset because like, I have to, no, I was literally upset because I could feel my body just like really tight. And I felt that my body just ached for a good burnout and it ached for like a, a nice sweat session. So I had to back, come back into my mind and this was really a help from like all of all of the the conversations I had during that week and kind of sharing my celebrations and being in this new place of work. I decided to be okay that this is how my week is looking and unfolding. And again, when you start celebrating those little like additions that you have throughout the day, like the smallest ones, like me walking up and down a staircase, it makes it so much easier to process that this is a temporary phase and that this is not like your end all be all. Because sometimes we can get into that state of thinking, like we sometimes don't remember that everything is here only for a certain time period and especially transition periods. So again, it's very easy to flow after the integration period and the integration period can get uncomfortable, but even before integration, even when everything is like literally in the midst of transforming that is the biggest time to come into trusting that this is ephemeral my next point is could trigger some people so i just want you to really be open and again if you don't believe in anything that i'm saying throw it out the window i just suggest taking it in with an open mind and seeing if it resonates and putting it to the test. And by then you should know if it actually serves you to believe or trust. So prioritizing during transitions is very important. And prioritizing, especially during transitional periods, doesn't mean that you're failing. 
again, prioritizing during transitions when you're transforming your life, which happens all the time if you're, you know, aligned with energy, prioritizing doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that you're giving yourself time to adjust. This is a little bit similar to the idea that after a work period, you need your rest and rejuvenation. Okay, so we are all pretty much understanding now, I, I would hope after a few episodes with me on this podcast, that you always have a time to work and then a time for rest, and both are equally important. So when you are transitioning, and let's say, to give you my example, I had a decision to prioritize getting more sleep or pushing my body and going into a workout at 5.30 in the morning. And in that moment, despite my long-term resolution to be able to work out and give back to my body every single day, for that transitional period of one week of me adjusting, I decided that having more sleep and being well-rested takes over priority. Now, that doesn't mean that I failed myself. It doesn't mean that I failed my body because I omitted a day or two of workouts because, again, I was able to celebrate and find the wins during those days. I know I've said this a thousand hundred times and I'm going to say it again. Everything in life is about your perspective and how you're approaching something and the way that you approach it with whatever energetic field you're putting out there. That is what you're magnetizing to yourself. So rather than falling into an I'm such a failure for the fact that I had everything planned out and I can't even get one thing right and it should have just been a 10-minute yoga session. I couldn't even do that. Instead of falling into that and magnetizing more of that crappy life into me and into like my aura, I decided to say, you know what? I'm okay with this. I can be okay with exactly where I'm at and I'm so grateful that I'm able to take the stairs, to, to walk in the fresh air multiple times. I'm so grateful that I get to hang out with amazing people and friends. And I'm so grateful that after work, I get to see these people and enjoy a delicious meal. Perspective is everything and perspective is the point of attraction in your life. Now, another point to get into is noticing and having awareness of what is so that you can understand what you would like instead. Again, taking my first week of work, let's say, noticing that I need sleep, and yet I really want to incorporate workouts and yoga into my week, right? I don't want to just leave it for the weekend, because that's not how I exist. I love fitness. I think it's so important. And I think it's just like such a natural way that I exist, that this is really a priority for me. So noticing, and that, again, when I gave myself time to adjust and prioritize sleep, that also gave me awareness of what is, right? What is allows me to then identify what I would like instead. Instead of being sleep-deprived and lacking workouts, instead of that, I would love to have just the right amount of sleep and also be able to move in the mornings. And that's sometimes enough. So being in that place can be enough and not pushing yourself or 
forcing more than your body can actually give you in that moment is also such an important idea and a concept to to like execute and and live it's not just like a philosophy it's something that you have to practice i think this is also coming back to surrendering because if we allow ourselves to surrender to what is in this second and what is happening in this moment it gives you so much more freedom to transform from that place another thing i'd like to mention is that first day of work i had january 6th I set myself up for like the best morning in the world. I like decided to have a meditation for five minutes. I decided to do a yoga session for 30 minutes. Then I would have a shower and like dress myself and like put on makeup. And then I'd like slowly prance on over to get to to my commute to the office, right? That was like my ideal vision. No, what actually happened brought me an even greater lesson uh, because it showed me what new place that I was living in. So what actually happened is like my alarm went off for like 5.18 in the morning. I was awake enough to go on Insight Timer, the app for meditation, and I set up my five-minute meditation. And then I like snuggled back into bed and I was like, fantastic. This is like the greatest start to my morning, especially a first day in my new place and like my new position, I'm going to be so um, aligned and like in my highest vibration when I get on in there. So what actually happened is like when I started um, meditating, I completely like fell into my theta wavelengths. And what that meant was that I fucking fell asleep. (laughs) And the next alarm that I had was actually five or seven minutes before I had to leave my house. And what did that actually give me? The second that I opened up my eyes for that time that I had seven minutes, I checked my clock and instead of falling into a panic, instead of falling into what am I doing? I'm like the worst person ever. I can't even get anything right. None of those thoughts came up for me. What came up for me was like, okay, I have seven minutes. I have to get here and be on time. What do I need to do in this second? And it was like, get dressed, get out of the house. Those were my priorities. And I was like, because coming in on time is right now the most important thing that I can execute. So I felt so much compassion for myself. And I just felt like, you know what? It's okay. Not every single thing that I have envisioned has to come out in its perfect form. Sometimes those imperfections can give us greater lessons like this moment. And I can allow myself to relish in the fact that I probably had the most discombobulated start to my like office job in the world. And I'm able to like feel compassionate for my imperfection. And I left the house with that realization and just kind of like sitting with this incredible place that I was at. And I started noticing like without this imperfection, I would have never known that I was in this new state of vibration. I would have never known that this is how I exist and this is my new reaction. The old me would have either been that perfect execution of the ideal morning or two, I would have gotten into like such an angry state. I would have been like so upset at myself, like really frustrated that I can't ever get anything right. And so again, this imperfect morning and like the destruction of my ideal vision actually gave me 
more awareness of how far I've come and how far I have shifted and how everything is always okay. Even if it's not the exact perfect vision that you've envisioned, everything is always going to be okay. And prioritizing in that greatest transitional period doesn't mean that you're moving backwards or or you're like dropping the ball. All it means is that you're giving yourself time to adjust and flow and surrender to what is happening right now. That's all I have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to hear how everyone has created a magical Monday and has the best and most exciting week.